Oh, hey there, Bruiser Nation. Raise those anchors and get ready to take a ride on the Bruise Cruise Macabro. On this excursion, we're visiting the ancient alien theory and trying to determine whether this theory truly holds some water or if it's just false leads from enthusiasts cherry-picking data to fit their narrative. First proposed by Eric Von Daniken, the ancient alien theory persists that in our ancient past, extraterrestrials gave us the push and not only our evolution to quickly, in anthropological terms, enhance our intelligence. It is also theorized that these extraterrestrials continued to help our ancient ancestors in building the unexplainable megastructures that still stand to this day. In the 1968 publication, Chariots and the Gods, Von Daniken theorized that certain artifacts required a more sophisticated technological ability than what was available for our ancestors. Stating that these structures were either completely constructed by an advanced extraterrestrial society, or that society assisted in building it with their advanced technology. Another assertion made by Von Daniken was that ancient art and iconography illustrate air and space vehicles, non-human intelligent creatures, ancient astronauts, and artifacts of advanced technology. He also persists that geographically separated cultures share artistic themes, which he argues implies a common origin. For example, his interpretation of the sarcophagus lid recovered from the tomb of the classic-era Mayan ruler Palenque, Pakal the Great, Von Daniken writes this design represents a seated astronaut. However, the Mayan text identifies it as a portrait of the ruler with the world tree of Mayan mythology. Von Daniken also believes the origins of many religions are reactions to encounters with an alien race. In this belief, Von Daniken says that these were reactions to humans considering the technology of the aliens to be supernatural, and the aliens themselves to be gods, and that the oral and written traditions of most religions contain references to alien visitors in the way of descriptions of stars and vehicular objects traveling through air and space. Of these, the story of Ezekiel's revelation in the Old Testament that Von Daniken claims is a detailed description of a landing spacecraft. This theory shot to the moon when the NBC TV documentary In Search of Ancient Astronauts, hosted by Rod Serling, and the film Chariots of the Gods. However, Von Daniken has many detractors, claiming he is misrepresenting data, that his claims are unfounded, that none of his claims have been validated. In particular, the Christian creationist community is highly critical of most of his work. Young Earth creationist author Clifford A. Wilson published Crashed Go! The Chariots in 1972, in which he attempted to discredit all the claims in Chariots of the Gods. Zachariah Sitchin's series, The Earth Chronicles, beginning with The Twelfth Planet, revolves around Sitchin's unique interpretation of ancient Sumerian and Middle Eastern texts, megalithic sites, and artifacts from around the world, claiming the gods of old Mesopotamia 
were astronauts from the planet Nibiru, claiming that the Sumerians believed this to be a remote twelfth planet, which he believed included the counting of the Sun, Moon, and Pluto as planets, and associated with the god Marduk. Sitchin argues that there are existing Sumerian texts which tell the story that 50 Anunnaki inhabitants of a planet named Nibiru came to the Earth 400,000 years ago with the intent of mining raw materials, especially gold for transport back to Nibiru. With their small numbers, they soon grew tired of the task and set out to genetically engineer laborers to work the mines. After much trial and error, they eventually created Homo sapiens, the model man or the Adam of later mythology. Sitchin contended, the Anunnaki were active in human affairs until their culture was destroyed by global catastrophes caused by the abrupt end of the last ice age 12,000 years ago. Seeing that humans and what they had built was destroyed, the Anunnaki left Earth after giving humans the opportunity and means to govern themselves. Sitchin's work has not received mainstream scholarly support and has been roundly criticized by professionals that have reviewed his hypothesis. Semitic Languages scholar Michael S. Heiser says that many of Sitchin's translations of Sumerian and Mesopotamian words are not consistent with Mesopotamian cuneiform bilingual dictionaries produced by ancient Akkadian scribes. Alan F. Alford, author of Gods of the New Millennium, was adherent of the ancient astronaut hypothesis. Much of his work draws on Sitchin's hypothesis. However, he now finds fault with Sitchin's hypothesis after deeper analysis, stating that, I am now firmly of the opinion that these gods personified the falling sky. In other words, the descent of the gods was a poetic rendition of the cataclysm myth which stood at the heart of ancient Near Eastern religions. Another proponent of the ancient alien theory, Robert K. G. Temple, his 1976 book, The Serious Mystery, argues that the Dogon people of North northwestern Malai preserved an account of extraterrestrial visitation from around 5,000 years ago. He quotes various lines of evidence, including advanced astronomical knowledge inherited by the tribe descriptions and comparative belief systems with ancient civilizations, such as ancient Egypt and Sumer. His work draws heavily on the studies of cultural anthropologist Marcel Graol and Germain Dieterian. His conclusions have been criticized by scientists who point out discrepancies within Temple's account and suggest that the Dogon may have received some of their astronomical information recently, probably from European sources, and may have misrepresented Dogon ethnography. You may be thinking this is all a little out there. Well, now we're going to take a look at the evidence from believers and proponents of the ancient alien theory and see if they hold any water, or if it is just picking parts of narratives to fit their agendas. Keeping in mind that though many scientists have pushed back against the ancient alien theory, they do say that it is a possible belief. They just disagree with the methods of proponents of the ancient alien theory. Ancient religious texts have been a major talking point in theorists' belief in the ancient alien theory. Further examples of this 
that we have yet to speak of include the Ramanea in Hindu mythology. The gods and their avatars travel from place to place in flying vehicles called Vimana. Two examples of these flying devices come from Book 6, The Magic Car. Is not the wondrous chariot mine, named Pushpak, wrought by hands divine? This chariot, kept with the utmost care, will waft thee through the fields of air, and thou shalt light unwearied down in far Odea's royal town. Also, in Book 6, the departure swift through the air as Rama chose, the wondrous car from the earth arose, and decked with swans and silver wings, or through the clouds, it's the fright of kings. There are also mentions in the Bible that could be placed under the ancient alien theory, first in the book of Genesis and the book of Enoch, chapter 6, verses 1 and 2, and verse 4, when human beings began to increase in number on the earth, and daughters were born to them, the sons of God saw that the daughters of man were beautiful, and they married any of them they chose. The Nephilim were on earth in those days and also afterward, when the sons of God went to the daughters of humans and had children with them. Many Christians believe that these groups were different families of Adam and Eve. Fitting into this, the King James Version of the Bible translates Nephilim to giants. Tying into this narrative, ancient alien theorists persist that the eating of the apple in the Garden of Eden began the first stages of human evolution. While the book of Enoch expands on this theory, stating the sons of God were a group of 200 angels called the Watchers, who against God's orders descended to the earth to bear children with the daughters of man, producing the Nephilim, or giants if you will, who consumed all the acquisitions of men and when the supply ran out, the Nephilim turned against humanity. The Watchers did not just bring ruin to humankind over time, they also introduced us to metallurgy, metalworking, cosmetics, sorcery, astrology, astronomy, and meteorology. According to these ancient texts, this is also when God banished the Watchers to live under the ground and created the Great Flood that we find in many different cultures from the ancient world. There are more substantial books of the Bible that theorists use to reinforce their theory. In the book of Ezekiel number 1 from the Old Testament, Ezekiel sees an immense cloud that contains fire, emits lightning, and a brilliant light at the center. The fire looked like glowing metal, and in the fire was what looked like four living creatures. These creatures are described as winged speeding back and forth, like flashes of lightning. The passage describes further four shiny objects, each appearing like the spoke of a wheel. These objects could also fly and move with the creatures. These are but a few of the instances in the Bible that proponents of the ancient alien theory say exist in the Bible as proof of extraterrestrial visitations in our ancient past. Not just Von Daniken, but Paul Masaki and Barry Downing, a Presbyterian minister who wrote a book in 1968, argued that Jesus himself was an extraterrestrial, citing John 8.23 and other biblical verses to attempt to prove his hypothesis. 
ancient astronauts theorists like Daniken also propose that in the Irish Book of Invasions described the arrival of Tuatha de Danann. These records indicate that aliens in spacecraft with cloaking devices arrived at Sleeve and Erion, stating so that they were the Duatha de Danann, who came to Ireland in this way they came in dark clouds. They landed on the mountains of Consmazine, Rien, and Connacht, and they brought darkness over the sun for three days and three nights. Well, Bruiser Nation, the ancient alien theory is pretty crazy. I would have to more than likely side with the scientists on this one. There, there's a lot of interesting information in there, but after doing my research and, and watching some information on certain channels and documentaries, it it's easy to say that it could be ancient aliens in the Bible, but it's also easy to say to have faith and believe that it was angelic beings and God and Jesus, because honestly, we'll never truly know the truth of what happened in our ancient times. Do I think that they're outright lying, these ancient alien theorists? No, I don't think they're purposefully lying about this theory. I think they're noticing things that fits what they want to believe. And we see, as humans do, that when you see things that you want to believe, you will latch on to those and give more reasons to believe it and enhance your narrative and you'll continue just looking for things to fit your narrative instead of the scientific method where you're really trying to prove yourself wrong. I think that's where the ancient alien theory really loses a lot of support, honestly. You're not double-checking. You're not looking to see if you are wrong. You're just looking to see if more things that may prove you right because no one can prove you wrong because it's in ancient times. And there you have it, Bruiser Nation, a brief synopsis of the ancient alien theory. You could jump down so many rabbit holes and never climb out as you look further into this theory. If you'd like to learn more, watch Ancient Aliens on the History Channel, where theorists push their narrative. And if anything, you learn a lot about ancient history before the hosts of that show go completely off the rails. It's a pretty good 45 minutes, but that last 15 Eh, as someone who's watched all of them, I will attest that that last 15 minutes usually goes pretty far off the rails. But tune in next week where we check out the crazy story of the luchador serial killer in Mexico. And Junior will return. He took a brief sabbatical this week celebrating a lot of Halloween. And until next time, Bruiser Nation, stay good because we're always good.